Welcome to Beyond the Tools, the podcast that helps contractors attract more leads, grow their business, and finally get off the tools. In each episode, you'll discover marketing tactics that work. You'll get actionable insights from other successful contractors and connect with experts to help you grow. I'm your host, Crystal Hobbs, owner of a social media agency that helps contractors attract and convert more leads. Get ready to take your business to the next level so you can finally enjoy the fruits of your hard labor. Ready? Let's go. Hey, contractors, welcome back to the Beyond the Tools podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Hobbs, and today's conversation is about giving your customers peace of mind and also protecting your HVAC business. Our guest today is Gus Vasilopoulos, who is the Digital Marketing Manager at Trinity Warranty Solutions. And Gus enlightens me that less than 5% of companies are offering an extended warranty. We know from a marketing perspective how important it is to customers to feel that they are protected and they can trust your company. But one of the things that we don't often think about is how offering an extended service agreement can actually protect your company and your profitability as well. In today's conversation, Gus and I really dig into that and have an enlightening chat about the benefits of offering an extended warranty and also how you can implement that in your business to be successful. So if you're a heating and cooling business who has thought about extended warranties, or maybe it's something that's not really on your radar. This is definitely something that you want to listen to. So let's head on over and chat with Gus. I am so happy to introduce today's guest, Gus Vasilopoulos. Gus, welcome to Beyond the Tools. Super excited to have you here. Happy to be here, Crystal. I'm excited as well. So Gus, tell us a little more about Trinity Warranty Solutions and why having an extended warranty is so important in this industry. Sure. So uh, Trinity Warranty Solutions was started back in 2010. Uh, We've been, well, management has been in the extended warranty industry for, gosh, over 20 years. And they uh, well, it's been 12 years now since uh, they've gotten started. Uh, we're a national provider here in the U.S. Uh, and in Canada. Uh, we provide extended service agreements is the actual term, but extended warranties, what everyone calls them. And basically what our company allows contractors to do is to extend labor and parts coverage. So if a manufacturer were to only offer five years parts, we would be able to help the contractor take that up to a 10 year to provide a 10 year parts warranty uh, or uh, coverage. And then we also come in and offer up to 10 years of labor. Mm-hmm. So if, if a contractor would like to offer that to their customer when they build that uh, install offering that they have, we work with them to provide that a solution. So uh, in a nutshell, that's what we do. And uh, we're, we're based here in uh, Lombard, Illinois. And um, uh, we've been, uh, been here for 12 years. We're owned by a publicly traded company, Kingsway Financial. Uh, so uh, 
we've got the, the oversight, you could say, that uh, is there and, and the backing of a, of a larger, larger company to help us do what we do. Fantastic. And I know warranties are obviously from a homeowner perspective, it gives them peace of mind. And and there's so many benefits there in terms of, you know, avoiding unexpected costs and that sort of thing. But from a contractor perspective, why do you think it's important to be able to offer an extended warranty? Sure. So, What's important to kind of know is uh, extended warranties have all types of different flavors. Uh, you know, you hear them for cars, you hear them for all types of uh, appliances nowadays, and everyone has their opinion on, on whether you should or shouldn't take them. And for me, uh, I, I'm a risk taker. So I, I, I kind of, and I'm super handy. So I kind of put that stuff on my back a lot of times and I'm not, I'm not too keen to kind of uh, grab that warranty when it's offered to me. Uh, but as a business owner, uh, I, I feel I'm not, I don't have an HVAC company, uh, but if I did, uh, anything that I would do, I would want to say, Hey, listen, I stand behind my work, right? I, I, I'm going to sell you this system or I'm going to, uh, I'm going to sell you this, uh, well, for us, it's system, HVAC systems. I, I want to make sure that you're taken care of for not just three months or, or one year. I, if you're going to be paying for this system for five or 10 years, I want to make sure that you're not worried about Hey, I can't afford to, you know, spend a thousand dollars because that compressor blew, you know, two years out. I want to be able to build a product and stick behind it for the duration, you know, or as long as I could. So for me, it's less a question of whether, uh, you know, putting myself on the contractor's shoes, whether I think I should or shouldn't buy an extended warranty. It's more a question of should I stand behind my work, and that's where uh, I think our product is is uh, comes into play. Uh, contractors when they're looking. Uh, how do I uh, position myself as a contractor of choice for my homeowner? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's one thing, you know, if you're making your way uh, or if you made your way into a customer's home and you're, you're looking at their system and you're, and, and you're understanding their needs and you're going to be drafting a proposal, obviously you've done a lot of things right because you're in the, the home. The question is now is how do you, when you sit down with a customer, uh, Apart from being knowledgeable and being courteous and doing all the things right, uh, how do you convey that you are there for them for the long term? And mm-hmm. and when you're sitting down with the homeowner and explaining, hey, these are the solutions I could offer to you, and this is the way I stand behind my work, and I stand behind my work by offering ten years uh, with everything that I do, or five years, right? There's a lot of different options you have when you're going to pick the type of coverage you like to offer, but you know, I stick behind my work for X amount of years. Um, and that's just the way I do business. This is what I think. This is how I think business should be done. I think it should be more the long-term comfort and peace of mind for the homeowner rather than, hey, let me just get the sale. But then what? Right. Then you might be stuck having to call me a year or two later, you know, with a large repair. So and that's what we find that the industry doing. Uh Primarily what customers will do, the larger brands, they understand the power that that gives them. Well, equips the sales folks with the ability to really speak to the credibility of their install and how they stand behind it. So uh, they, they use it inclusive. So rather than give an option to the homeowner, they actually will say, hey, this is how our product is set up. You know, it gets 10 years of parts from the manufacturer. This is the brand that we install. And you also have a 10-year uh, labor guarantee from us that it's backed by 
uh, either a company like us uh, or or maybe a manufacturer that they work with might have the option of adding um, labor as well. Uh, but that's just the way they've decided to mold their their home comfort solution. So uh, I guess the, the main importance is how do you equip your team and how do you position your brand so that when you are talking to your customer, uh, they're um, willing to buy from you than the other guy, mm-hmm. right? And, and and I think that's that's at its core uh, how it's being used today. It, it's a way to really set somebody apart. And and just to kind of give you an idea of the power of that positioning has in the marketplace, I'm going to take a look at another industry where there are some uh, really nice uh, uh, metrics here. Uh, so in 1999, one car manufacturer. Uh, they had a five-year, I think it was 60,000 miles uh, uh, powertrain uh, warranty with their vehicle. And then they changed that. I'm sorry, in 1999, they changed that to 10 years with 100,000 miles. That year, they increased their market share by 263%. Wow. So, you know, maybe there were other things that played into that, but that 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 kind of goes to show you the power that, uh, extending whatever you currently have, maybe you're at a one year or a two year, or you know, here in the states, some states require you to offer standard coverage. Like you, you got to give at least one year of, of, of labor, and improving that labor does have an impact. And I mean, it's it's not hard to reason through that because if all things were the same, somebody offers you ten years of labor and somebody offers you one, who are you going to go with? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's, it's somewhat of a no brainer. Now, the question that comes in is, you know, what is the value that that brings from a price conscious standpoint, like price sensitivity? Like, what would I pay for that? Uh, you know, would you pay $1? Sure. Right. Would you pay two? Where does it get to where, you know, ah, that's, that's a bit much, right? So that, that's where the contractor needs to decide, you know, we obviously sell our product to our, uh, to the contractor and it's kind of like a wholesale and then they decide what to do with it. Uh, some contractors, yeah, they'll, they'll pass along the cost uh, or some contractors will then mark it up. So it's really mm-hmm. to the discretion of, of the contractors uh, how, you know, how they're going to be using the product. I'd like to get into all the different uh, options that are available uh, in the market today and even how this actually works like process-wise. But before mm-hmm. I do that, any thoughts? I mean, did you have any questions so far as far as how it's being used and, and, and uh, you know, anything I've already said? Yeah, I think everything there makes sense. And I guess, you know, years ago, it was everybody was doing like a one year workmanship guarantee. But now to the homeowner, like that doesn't really mean a whole lot. And I know from talking to my clients, warranties are becoming more and more, I think of an expectation on the customer's standpoint, as well. So I think you bring up a good point there that it it really does not only help you to take care of that customer, but also to be competitive because they're going to go with the company that does ultimately protect them for a a longer term period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just, just to piggyback on that, uh, another huge pain point for contractors is uh, so the sales you know, the sales staff or even a technician that may be, you know, uh, doing sales within an HVAC company, 
they make sure the customer knows that it comes with 10-year parts, right? And what the customer hears is I'm covered for 10 years, yeah. right? And, and the problem that that creates is, you know, let's say, you know, two or three or five years down the line, uh, maybe not even that far off, let's say somewhat recent, you know, less than two years down the line, there's a malfunction with the, the compressor or the coil or the, 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 the computer board. And, and now you're playing tug of war with your customer because they're like, hey, what's this bill? Right. I mean, I thought I was covered for 10 years yeah. and, you know, they, they'll call you a crook and, and this and that. And, and, and I was on, I was, uh, I remember there was a stat. I don't remember it hundred percent. It was on another podcast uh, that we were on and, and they were saying that some over 50% uh, the sentiment around HVAC contractors is that they're, they, they've left a bad taste in there in the customer's yeah. mouth. So it's, it's like, you know, it's not the contractor's fault, right? If if there's a faulty coil or a faulty compressor, right? It is their fault if they didn't install properly, but just they then will go on the website, they'll leave a bad review, you know, they'll or their friends about, you know, this and that. And, and that really hurts a brand. And and having a I guess having built your home comfort solution to kind of factor in that possibility and have a solution for it that can mm-hmm. pacify the and not really pass, but to solve that altogether, uh, rather than being hounded down that, hey, you're taking advantage of your customer. Now you're the hero who stood behind their work and did the repair and they're raving about you. So uh, that's also one of the reasons, you know, contractors will reach out to us because they find that to be a pain point for them. Yeah. Well, let's dig into that a little bit more, because I think that's interesting for most of the contractors that you work with. Are they giving customers the option to take the warranty or how does that work? Sure. So there's there's a few different uh, ways we've seen go to market. So first is uh, it's just included. They're going to say, hey, uh, we're going to put you in the system, comes with 10-year parts, comes with 10-year labor. That's our product. And here's our price. Now, they may have different uh, solutions, right? They might have a platinum, a gold, as far as what kind of system they're going to put in and, and maybe some bells and whistles that they could add or couldn't. Uh, but uh, one approach is to say, hey, this is the way we offer our product. So the other approach um, is a good, better, best. So within that uh, platinum or however they they've have their um, price book set up, they will add different levels of coverage for different uh, solutions that they provide. So they'll say, Hey, with this package, you get two year with this, you get five and with this, with this, you get 10. Um, And then they'll also have, Hey, you can upgrade from a five to a 10 with X amount. uh, And they'll kind of do a good, better, best. uh, And then just have it as an upsell, you know, within their offerings. And then you see where those kind of come together where they say, hey, everything we do comes with three years. That's just the way our uh, standard is. And then you can add to that an additional two years or an additional seven years to take you up to 10. So mm-hmm. those are the three ways um, we see them go to market. And you know, doing that at least gives you, let's say you don't have the, you don't feel that you need to go to a 10 year. Uh, you can start at a three year and see what effect that has uh, on your close rate, right? See if it um, if it affects your ability to turn those proposals into into sales, and and if it does, then you know, and you'd also get some feedback from the customers saying, hey, you know, this was great, or you know, it would be better if it was here, or whatever that feedback might be, and then you can choose to 
to adjust your offering based on where you feel you need to be. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, where the needs of your customers are, and also where uh, you know how you like to design your your install. So, another nice stat I remember uh, EGIA put something out uh, just uh, about a year ago. They said that uh, fifty one percent of the customers surveyed, uh, a contractor surveyed that are part of their organization, said that uh, extended warranties. Um, or extended service agreements, as they should be called, uh, help themselves systems. So that was the stat that they um, that they actually uh, had put out. So and and that's primarily, I mean, the, the biggest the biggest driver is first customer support. So the bigger brands they want to make sure that they don't get any uh, red flags to their brand, and the the smaller guys they're looking to you know grab more of that market share. And I feel that this is. You know, this is one of those there's many things you should be doing to grab that market share. As you know, you're in marketing, <laughs> yeah. uh, but this is just something that really helps that uh, initiative if you're if you're if you're looking to grow. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd love to go back a little bit on the customer education piece because I think you've brought up a couple interesting points there, whether it's the homeowner not understanding that being covered on parts doesn't mean they're covered on labor. And also even when, you know, these issues do pop up and then it's the contractor's fault that their issue isn't being resolved or that they have to pay for that service. So when it comes to offering extended service agreements, what kind of customer education goes into rolling that out or even presenting some of the options that are available? Sure. So uh, we support uh, that process from the standpoint of giving the contractor uh, material that convey what it is that's covered with this labor uh, coverage. So it goes through all your most common repairs, uh, that that are covered through this agreement. It also goes with some of the some of the um, restrictions. I wouldn't say restrictions, but things that the homeowner is responsible for, uh, so that this agreement to be effective. So it's the same thing that the manufacturer requires for their parts warranty to be effective. So if a contractor shows up to the home and four years out they haven't changed the filter in four years and the blower you know goes well that's a maintenance issue. He should have maintained their, you know, maintained that equipment. Or if they, they show up and the a condenser outside has an inch of cottonwood around the, uh, around the uh, condenser, they will that, of course, the, the floor, the, the compressors are going to, is going to, is going to blow because there's no air uh, being circulated. So things like that are, are exclusions. Also, Things like uh, acts of God. So, if there was a flooding or if there was a lightning strike that that hit your unit, that would be that wouldn't be covered by by these agreements. Uh, but they would be covered typically by your homeowner's policy. Those are some of the exclusions. Uh, but we we do support the contractor in being able to not just offer ten years of labor, but really articulate the value that that brings to the homeowner, so they know what's covered. That it's not like a a two second. Oh, and you're covered for 10 years. Well, what exactly is that like? Right. Yeah. yeah. Can you, can you spend a little bit of time there and, and really let us know what that, how that separates you from the guy who's offering you one, right. And being able to understand that there's no deductible when the contractor shows up, there's no 
call for approvals like your home warranty companies where you have to wait and you have to see if they're going to let you do the repair and, and they're going to see how much they're going to charge you. You know, even though you're covered under warranty, there's some sort of deductible. And then there's all this back and forth. It's really the contractor comes to your home. You know, there's a malfunction. He repairs that malfunction and he says, you're all set. Thank you for, you know, picking us and, and, and you know, ask for a referral. Right. And that's the contractor homeowner experience, I would say. And it, it, it's really it's rewarding for the contractor because it really sets them apart, not just in 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 word, I would say, but indeed. Right. So yeah. uh, it's it's a nice opportunity to say, hey, you know, we'd love to hear you share this on your social platform. You know, uh, Joe's uh, HVAC just came to my home, took didn't take a dollar and they took care of everything for us. And, and that's a huge kind of a way to, to grow your business organically. <laughs> yeah. And I imagine not only, you know, that positive word of mouth and referrals, but also helping you to retain customers because they feel like they're being taken care of. Yes. Yes. So that kind of leads in, if, if I could, into how that would work from a contractor uh, standpoint. So um, what the contractor would do uh, after that service call, they'd go back to the office and what's really neat, we have a, a, it's a, it's a portal that they would just log into and they would find their agreement. They'd click on it. They would upload the assigned work order from their customer. Um, they would uh, upload any part, maybe a uh, receipt that they uh, put in if it was a new blower motor. And then they would just click what repair was made uh, and description if they need to add additional details. And then they would submit that claim to us and then we would reimburse them for the work that they did so it's not that the contractor is eating uh that uh service call they're going to get paid for it mm. right and how much they get paid for it is really um, dictated by the contractor so the way our products uh, are set up are you're able to pick the, the reimbursement rate that you're looking for so as a contractor, uh, if you feel, you know, you should be at $100 an hour, depending on your market and your, uh, the way you've, you know, position your, your business, uh, then that's what you pick. You buy coverage at $100 an hour. If you're at a market that you need to get $150 an hour, then that's the coverage that you pick. Or if you want $75 an hour, wherever you feel you need to be from a reimbursement standpoint, the contractor is in charge to decide what type of reimbursement they're looking for. Um, and then also, as far as what kind of coverage they want to offer, again, you have anywhere from one year all the way up to 10 year, depending mm -hmm. on what you want to offer. The uh, other piece of, of how this works is, is a program guide. So when you do get enrolled in a program like this, you uh, we go over the amount of hours that are paid for a specific repair. So what I like to do, especially uh, when I have a new contractor coming on board, it's nice to kind of know how much money is coming in my pocket for this type of repair or for that type of repair. Uh, so what's tricky, and there's 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 several um, people in this industry, is sometimes they can. I, I've found that um, some providers market a hundred hour an hour reimbursement rate, uh, and I found our seventy five dollar an hour is greater than their hundred dollar an hour. And then you're like, how is that even possible, right? <laughs> so the you know the way the way it works is. Uh, your total reimbursement is a product of your hourly rate that you pick. And then that's multiplied by 
the amount of hours that are allotted for the repair. So mm-hmm. you need to see, well, this provider saying I, I'm changing out a capacitor in a half an hour, right? This other one is saying I'm taking, you know, I'm giving him an hour to change that same capacitor. So you could see, well, at $75, if they're only giving, if they're giving me an hour, uh, I get $75. The other company they're giving hundred dollars an hour, but they only give a half an hour for that repair. Well, I'm only going to get $50 for that repair, or at least the labor portion of that repair. So the way our product is set up, uh, it's a combination of different uh, uh, things. So first you have a breakdown of all the different um, hours allotted for repairs. So whether it's a capacitor or let's say it's a evaporator coil that's leaking. So we'll say, hey, four hours for this type of repair, one hour for that type of repair. Now, in addition to that, we offer a trip charge. So you still need to pay to get the the, the, uh, the technician out to the home. So we typically pay an additional hour for the trip. So whatever the repair is, you know, whatever hours are allotted in the program guide, that's where you start. You get an additional hour for trip. And any time that you open up a sealed system, uh, if you're going to pull a vacuum, uh, we also provide an additional hour for that type of repair. So a compressor will be one uh, one of those. If they have to change out a coil, that would also be one of those repairs. Uh, and then we also do a process or a parts allowance. So it's uh, it's typically $35 standard for most of the plans. Uh, so that kind of then brings you to a, uh, an idea of what you get reimbursement wise. So contractors that are are considering uh, using a provider, it's important for them to understand not just what the reimbursement rate is, but also what the total reimbursement for a certain type of repair would be. So it would be good for them to ask, well, what would I get if I show up at the home and I need to change a capacitor? Like what's, how much money is coming into my, my bank account? Right. Because there can be a lot of tricks played, you know, to, for people to be able to uh, maybe be disingenuous in, in the labor rate. You know, nobody can do anything in a half an hour by the time you diagnose and, and you show up and you're, you know, you put on your boots and your mask and, you know, you, you haven't even, uh, you know, you need more time to diagnose and then make the repairs. So uh, get uh, actual dollars into your uh, pocket for a specific type of repair. And what I usually do is I give them a low, simple repair, like a capacitor contact or something simple, thermal couple, um, igniter. And then I'll go somewhere heavy, like a com- compressor change out. And then at least I know, hey, this fits my pricing model, the contractor will say, right? And then we want to make sure it fits their pricing model. Um, and some contractors, what they'll do is, and this is kind of segueing and, and how the business owner uh, will uh, decide, hey, you know what? We don't get many callbacks because we're really good at doing what we do and we install a top-notch brand. So we we understand that we may be getting less of a reimbursement than we would if we did a service call, but we'd rather pay a little bit less for that coverage so uh, we can make more on the sale rather than on the claim. So there's a lot of different ways to incorporate that into your business. And I spend a lot of time understanding where the contractor is and where his mindset is as far as how he wants to approach, you know, the product. And then once we understand where he needs to be, then 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 we we, we kind of uh, try the best we could to make sure that the decisions are made uh, before the contractor is kind of on their own trying to figure out what to do. We kind of help them along that process, what works, what doesn't work, what, you know, depending on what their needs and, and goals are. So 
Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting because, you know, based on some conversations with clients, if they are taking the warranty program that their manufacturer supplier offers, it doesn't seem like they get that same level of choice, but it sounds like with Trinity, there are different options and, and you're really in control of choosing your rate and what you want covered. Is that fair to say? Yes, yes. Uh, so there's a few different ways uh, customers can buy these products. So the the first way is to use company like us. Uh, so you would purchase whatever you purchase. We're brand agnostic. So when you buy coverage, uh, whether it's a ream or a carrier or whatever you're installing, uh, you, we, we don't have different pricing for different brands. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of across the board. You can, you can purchase it no matter where you are in Canada or in, in the U S. Um, so you come directly to us and what's really neat. And I think that's something that kind of sets us apart is, is the technology behind it. And, and it's very easy to buy coverage. Uh, and it's very easy to, to place an order, to pay with it online have all your agreements in one place and super easy to file a claim. So that's really important because time is always hard to come by, it seems, you know, with with, with anyone that has a business. So making it as easy and user-friendly as possible, something that we, we kind of put high on our uh, priority. So company like us going directly. Uh, also, you're not going to have to worry about... Um, Let's say you go to one supply house and then you have to go to another supply house because we're out of systems. Or let's say you're, uh, you know, you just don't like doing business with them anymore. Now you have agreements at two different supply houses, and and that's again more cumbersome. Where us, you're you're done, one and done, all brands, all suppliers, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as you mentioned, you can go to the supplier and you can buy directly from your supplier. Uh, Sometimes it's us that are actually partnered with a supplier and you're actually buying our product. Uh, It's just, it's somewhat white labeled. And then third is the manufacturer. So some manufacturers actually have their own programs, Um, but the same nuances I would say are there. They're very strict and kind of stringent on what they offer and how they offer it. And you have to kind of fit in that box. and also, if you do, if they have a supply chain issue and you can't get a condenser or a system and you're stuck going to another provider, then you're trying to figure out what am I going to do now? You know, I've built my business around five years labor, 10 years labor, and then you're just kind of scrambling to make that work. So it's another thing that you have to worry about. Uh, so with a company like ours, you would be all set, so to speak, from the standpoint of not having to worry about where you get your equipment. Uh, or you're just, you know, you have coverage available to you regardless of where you get it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Gus, this has been incredibly informative, especially for someone like me. I was joking before this. I was like, I know very little about warranties. I'm I'm just a marketer, but (laughs) I think this is super helpful for any contractor who is evaluating adding a warranty or even looking at different options when it comes to offering an extended warranty or extended service agreement. So Gus, I'm sure our listeners are going to want to connect with you and learn more about what you're up to at Trinity Warranty Solutions. So what's the best way that they can do that? So the best way uh, would be to come on our website. So it's trinitywarranty.com. 
Um, you can get a lot of information there. A lot of the things that were covered are there. And you can reach out to us through that, through the website. Uh, again, trinitywarranty.com. Excellent. And we'll put all that information in the show notes as well. So if you're listening, you can head on over to beyondthetoolspodcast.com. You'll see the show notes there and be able to connect with Gus. Thank you so much for being on the show, Gus. This has been awesome. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beyond the Tools. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. I'd love if you could also share this episode with a fellow contractor who is ready to get off the tools and grow their business. And if you want more leads, sign up for our email list at reflectivemarketing.com, where we share weekly marketing insights that you can't get anywhere else. I'm Crystal Hobbs, and I hope you'll join me on the next episode of Beyond the Tools. See you next time.